screen thing out the way because I don't know why it does this. And oh, it actually didn't do it. I wonder if it's because we started late. I wonder if like the gray screen thing only happens when it's open for a certain amount of time. All right, muting myself and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, there's just been a mishmash of things that have happened since FanFest. Rumors about an Xbox release because of some rating system over in Brazil, which we'll laugh at for three minutes and then move on, uh, as well as some news that came out on April Fool's, as well as April Fool's jokes themselves. So it's actually a ton of random stuff. We're just going to discuss that for this week's show with Air Zibia next week, so be sure to tune into that. But anyway, we need hosts for that, and I'm one of them, Michael, Mr. Happy Co. Promo, and just joining me on his lonesome this week because I failed to secure a guest... Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you, my boy Blue. You're all alone this week, Sly. Uh, am I? Am I? I mean, I mean everyone is here with us. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so lonely. That's okay. Great. Good. Great. How you been? How you been this last week? How you How you feeling? Like now, you know, a couple weeks out from Fan Fest with all the news that we've gotten. All the news. God, funny. I'm good. I'm good. That's. I, I felt a sting on that one right there. Yeah, there was a little bit of a jab right there. <laughs> All right. I guess I know how you're doing after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, Can't wait for news. 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 Yeah. All right. That means you're waiting for Dragoon Drop abilities. Got it. All right. Well, before we start the show, we should do our normal start of the show reminders, sponsors, giveaways, the, you know, whatnot. So, uh, of course... State of the Realm sponsored by Steel Series. For those of you who haven't been aware of that for some reason, we do monthly giveaways thanks to them. They provide one giveaway, all the rules, all the regulations, the prizes available. Those are all available in the Steel Series giveaway link. So if you're watching here on Twitch, go to last week's YouTube video or just wait till this one comes out and then go to the description and enter that giveaway. Also, uh, a non sponsor, but in case you missed our announcement last week, uh, NVIDIA provided us with four. GeForce RTX 2060s to give away. We'll be giving those away every two weeks. So one week from today will be our first winner. And then two weeks from that day will be our next winner. So if you haven't entered that, that's also in the description of our State of the Realms for the next couple of months. Be sure to go enter for that. Thank you, NVIDIA, for those giveaways. We'll be thanking our Patreon sponsors about halfway through the show. Expect it to be a shorter show this week, probably, Sly, yeah? Yeah, we got all we got all the hype stuff out last week, all the controversy out last week. Did we? I mean, we, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's things Man. we could totally dive into. Man. Okay, okay. With that, Sly, I'll let you dictate the first thing we talk about then, because clearly you you still have some thoughts you want to get out about some of the stuff that we talked about last week. Is something from my interview, which we really didn't talk about last week because we were covering with everything else. It is? There's something yeah. from that? Okay. All right. So Sly wants to start with stuff from my interview when I visited Japan. Uh, sure. Which which thing do you want to start with, Sly? Well, let's start from the beginning. I mean, like, really, honest to God, and I'm glad you did it, Happy, and thank you so much for always doing this whenever you get a chance. Um, 
Her interview probably was the the best news we got out of FanFest. I mean, you contributed. I took the. I, I asked you for a couple of questions. You gave me one of the questions. I re- reworded it a bit, but I yeah, I, I saw that you reworded it because like I came. It sounded like I kind of came off a little bit harsh, which I can I can agree with. Sly, that. listen, coming off a little bit harsh is it's nothing new right now. in, in Final Fantasy fourteen, that's that's yeah. you're par for the course as far as I'm concerned. Okay, okay, all right, but yeah, we can start from the beginning of the of the uh, interview. Oh, you just want to go over? All right, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know you wanted to talk about the whole interview. This, sure, I'm down. Cool, I'll talk. I'll talk about myself. Full narcissist. Let's go. <sighs> Sly feeding my ego. I like this. Let's do this on the show more often. Let's talk about this interview every week. <laughs> All right, sure. So you want to start with the answer in regards to why we got two different races, one gender each, instead of one race with two genders each. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about... I'm letting you dictate this, because I didn't plan this for the show. I, I asked you here at the beginning, so I'm totally down to let you run this part. <sighs> okay. Well, let's compare the answers to what he gave in 2013. <laughs> Going yeah. back to the old interview again. I like, didn't we do that, yeah, we that to. last week? Yeah, we did that last week. Yeah, too. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Give it to me. Uh, so you, all right. So you asked, many Western players were surprised when it was revealed that Rothgar and Vieira would be, not have both genders available, especially after the efforts the team went through to provide more options with Makote and Roganen in 2.0. Why did the team decide to do two different races with one gender instead of one race with both genders? The timing of the game launch, the races need to have each gender counterpart for ARR. When I took over ARR, I wanted to fill the missing gender to make those races seem complete. What is different now compared to then? After multiple expansions, the situation isn't the same as when we released the base game. My answer will be quite long. Okay, starting there. What, what's, what's different in, in terms of the situation? Well, it's what that, he goes on to talk about a little bit later. It's there's how much more gear there is in the game now means that when you add something. So have you ever, have you ever started working on something like, like building mm-hmm. like a chair or a desk, right? And you're like 80% right. through, right? And then now all of a sudden you have to put something else on that you were supposed that you, you need to put on at the beginning, but you haven't. But fuck it. You're not rebuilding the desk. You're not going to go back and rebuild it all. You're just going to try to fucking fit it in somewhere and make sure that it works. That's basically what well, this is. <laughs> Well, if you're eighty percent through building the desk, that's fuck it territory. I'm, no, 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 no. I mean, if I know how to fucking build a desk, I can just rebuild the fucking desk. But all that time, right? No one True. wants to rebuild the desk when they've been there eighty percent through it. That's a lot of desks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just there's so much armor now that when you stream, when you add a new, an add a new um, race. You have to think of every piece of armor you've ever outfitted to the existing jobs. Go back and make adjustments so that they fit. That's why Vera and Hrothgar and some of the other interviews are saying won't even be able to wear all the headgear in the game right from the get-go. There's going to be some pieces they're not able to wear, and they're going to gradually fix that as time, as time goes on. It's because of the demand of making sure all that gear actually fits a different body or a different head or any of that. And this kind of feels like if they if people haven't seen this interview and they're only taking what's um, been said from the from FanFest in general at face value, then 
like they they don't have the full reason. And even if they again, it goes back to what we said last week from a lore perspective. The lore thing was an excuse. We can we all know that the lore thing was an excuse. I can understand the lore excuse if you have stuff to back back it up. If you if it's just lore, I understand. I'll take that. But if you're just trying to use lore to cover this up, then it, it seems a little bit shady and people are going to be pissed about it, which they are. Even still, with that, alongside this, the real reason, even with the real reason, I don't think people are going to be happy. No, that's me. Great show, everybody. So thank you so much for coming out for Stay of the Realm, your weekly Final you, Fantasy. You, you, you walked into that one. Normally, I walk you into it. You walked yourself into that one. Okay. Oh God! All right, so so it's not even just so it's not even just the armor. Chat brought up. There's also animations for all the skills. There's of course the actual race and its and its appearances, which all are just their base the base work before you even get all that other stuff done. Right. It's just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things. I think the lore thing was kind of just like a. Well, I mean, the lore says this anyway. It wasn't really. Uh, well, we wrote the it lore. Was, that I mean, way, it so was an excuse, and it and it is partially true but again makote so you kind of you know you kind of shot yourself in the foot on that one so again i can take it if it's actually true and you know don't try to cover it up using lore (laughs) i mean but if it's already going to be that way because here's the thing the lore, when people say, oh, there's a lore reason, I'm like, they wrote the lore. Like, Fusion said this, I was on the thing. They wrote the lore. You can't just be right. like, it's not, it's not like they went to bunnies in real life and said, well, there's no dudes. Because trust me, bunnies fuck. So there's, like, no way you can avoid that. All right? that If there's anything a bunny is known for, it's fucking. So, there's, trust me, that's not based on real anything. They wrote the lore. Hold, hold on one second. I'm putting that down on the list of things I Thought I would never hear in Stay of the Realm. There's one thing, bunnies fuck. Yeah, Got there it. you go. Keep going. Good. Good. Yeah. So it's like now, and then we also don't know the lore for Hrothgar. We don't know why we can only play the males, and we could assume maybe it'll be something similar because they clearly exist. They just didn't design them, you know, or didn't you know they're not in the game. But it's like I don't know. I just have a hard time being upset about any of this stuff. I just kind of don't care. They, I, this, I mean, I don't care either. I all don't these care reasons either. make perfect sense to me from a design standpoint. Right. I can accept it, but the majority can't. There is outrage. A fire is still going on on Reddit. Like, it's less of a fire, and, and it's less of a fire and more like a matchbook now. Nah, well, yeah, it's kind of dying down. Yeah. I still, I still think Uriange and Stoll are there waiting. Waiting for the fire to die down, waiting for the warrior of darkness to come back, you know, waiting for him to come back as a Rothgar. Yeah. Like, wow, you look different. <laughs> you look different. You changed. I see warrior of darkness is a rough life. Um, It's not even the only thing, because the big thing here is that they pretty much in the, well, I guess I should say Yoshida in the interview specifically notes that they wanted to meet demands of there's two different demands they've gotten in terms of races. A beast-like race and Viera. That's it. Just outright Viera. So Viera, they already have a female model to base off of. They can. That's easy. And then Hrothgar, they're like, well, we want to make something that's more beast-like, but we can't do two races, two genders. So this is like 
This is the compromise. And I'm going to be honest. If you threw bunny ears on a Hrothgar and just called it male Vieira, I guarantee you for some reason people would just be totally okay with it somehow. They'd be like, oh, that's a male Vieira. Wow. Now I know what they look like. <laughs> I don't know about all of that. I think that, like, again, that going back to the whole mixed race thing. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, in terms of aesthetics... I've kind of lauded um, 14 over its aesthetics and how the game looks, how the characters look. If it's something looks flicked, I'm going to call the game out for it if it looks flicked. So will, so will the community. So, no. It ain't that, it ain't that simple. I, th- I think a lot of people would, would just be like, all right, that's it. That's what they look like now. And then they'd be like, wait, I want to hear what Matsuno has to say about it. Be like, yeah, no, that's absolutely it. <laughs> Because I imagine they'd consult him at some point. They'd be like, hey, listen, we want to make right. males. And then he just goes, yeah, I don't know. Do whatever you want, I guess. I've never, <laughs> I've, never, I've never thought about it, really. But, you know, here you go. Dude, I can't wait to see, like, Hrothgar on certain races. Like, Hrothgar, Hrothgar Samurai is going to be dope. All right? There's a, there's an artwork that I retweeted during FanFest that was a Viera Dancer and a Hrothgar Gunblade or Gunbreaker. Mm-hmm. And that looked cool as shit. So I'm already excited. Hrothgar Dancer. I mean, Viera Dancer makes sense. It's in the trailer. (laughs) It's in the trailer. Hrothgar Monk. Dude, I just want, I want, I'm going to, if I go with Hrothgar, I'm turning off the fist weapons. I'm Emperor's new fisting that shit. And I'm just fucking punching him as a Hrothgar. I'm down. See? It's already, I'm looking up on the bright side of these things. Yeah. Yeah, too. Hear that community? Look on the bright side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was a compromise. And in the second question, he says he's not opposed to adding them. I've seen a lot of people throw around this, this theory that it's like that he had to take this idea to like his superiors and he's like, oh, well, you can only make one gender of each. And then he's like, oh, if I make it two different races, it'd be easier to get clearance for the other gender. And I'm like, y'all got some conspiracy shit y'all need to like tuck away because it's still pretty much the same amount of work. It just might it might play a little bit right. better in the in the right. boardroom. I've seen that theory thrown around a lot on Reddit in particular. I don't I don't think it's all that complicated. <laughs> Personally. Which would you have preferred? Would you have rather gotten what one one race, two genders, or two races, one gender each? I think people were Fine with the standard one race, two genders. So Vieira, you know, male, female. I mean, Rothgar was only a rumor. And I think people would have been content without it, you know, even being around. Like we could have, like people would have lived. Like people would have not lost their shit as much if there was Vieira, male, female, rather than Vieira, female, Rothgar, male. I can live without Aronso. I'm fine. See me. I also I don't like calling them Ronsos because other than the one Kamari they showed, they, they don't look like Ronsos. None of them look like Ronsos outside of the, the Kamari. Yeah, you have to do a little bit of work to make it look like a Ronso. Yeah. Apparently, there's a there's even um, an alternative that looks a lot more canine-ish as opposed to like a cat. So, so more like a Lupin. That's and then there. Why didn't they just add Lupin? To <laughs> you already had Lupin. You already and they right. made they had to make a bunch of stuff fit for them already. So the, some of the work was already done. Although I, I still, you know, like Ethis has opinions about the faces of Lupins. Maybe, maybe they felt the same way. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Maybe 
I, I mean, I saw a lot of people asking for a beast-like race. I've seen it a lot. Like, before Viera, everyone's like, well, obviously Viera. But other than that, I would want this. I feel like it's... I mean, yeah, people have been talking about Lupins for a while. Like, ever since uh, the beginning of Stormblood. Hey, hey, when we're going to get Lupins in game? Might be, uh, you know, 5.0. Nope. Thundercats. I think with Hrothgar, maybe they need to make them more beast-like and that kind of response may be more warranted. Because right now their faces are beast-like, but their mannerisms are not. Like, we've seen them running, they, like, hulked over, and I want to see them get on all fours and fucking sprint like a real beast race would. It's a lot of work, but I would love to see some shit like that. I feel like there'd be a little bit of pandering, so, sort of, kind of. I mean, they're already, they're, like, they're lion people. Like, this. I can imagine a lion person. Don't worry about Thundercats, but you don't see them crawling on our fours except Snarf. Well, then we get Snarf. I'm a cat. <laughs> Fuck it, we get Snarf. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess if you're gonna make a, a race that is more beast-like, I guess their mannerisms reflecting that would be, I guess, icing on the cake in a sense. But if you're, oh, if yeah, you're, Viera is pandering. Well, you can't complain. Hrothgar, like running on all fours, is pandering. Viera is literally pandering the race. <laughs> and you know it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're just not gonna outright agree either. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I was. I was okay with the answer. I do hope they get the other genders down the line. Like I want everyone to get right. what they want in the end. I just can't spend my energy caring. I just. I just can't. I just I have because fun doing other, other things. Shit. There's more shit to be worried about. I'm honestly. not gonna race change anyway. So <laughs> Exactly. And that's care. why I'm like that's why I'm not too pressed over it. I understand the frustration. I'm not pressed. I get where you're coming from. And the thing is, like half the people who are mad. Like, are you really going to change races? I'd like to also point out, there were plenty of people who said we weren't getting male Vieira. I was not one of them, but I recognize that a lot of people were had already resigned to that fact. So we're now we're I looking at, of the people who were excited for Vieira, it's not everyone upset that it's male. It's like this demographic that a bunch of people who are already okay are, are okay with it or already expecting it. Right. Like when I when I saw all the footage and everything, um, and it was just like you know no males, no males, all, all this Destiny Child bullshit, no males. Like, you know, you're gonna have to come to the realization that maybe you're not gonna get a male Vieira. No, no, we're getting male Vieira. No, I was so no. convinced, man, so convinced. I was like, they'll never not do that again. Look at look at two point <sighs> There you go. That's that's oh that's God. that's where you go. Hey, Haps, what did you say? Mm. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, I don't care about new races. So. Me either, because I'm not going to change. Neither are you. Exactly. So then, the third question, Sly. What's what's your curiosity about the third question? Oh boy, this is funny. His response was funny. The reveal that Dancer was a ranged DPS caught a lot of players by surprise as well. Why did the team decide to add another DPS to the game as opposed to a new healer? Out of curiosity, why was the community generally expecting it to be a healer? I mean, so here's... You want to know the weird thing? Is, I, feel like most, 
I feel like most people would generally just ask OCP, why didn't you make Dancer a healer? Which is ironic considering his question was, why did people think it would be? Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing is, like, I didn't ask, why isn't Dancer a healer? I said, why a DPS for this expansion and not a healer? I wanted to know why, not why Dancer wasn't a... Because why is Dancer not a healer is a very different answer than... Yeah. Why didn't you add a healer? Which is the real, right. really the core of everything. And, uh, yeah, I, I know how many people quoted that in the Reddit thread and said, I thought the same thing. <laughs> why does everyone think <laughs> it Exactly. Um... But it really doesn't have to do with Dancer as much as it's just ever. I, mean, I thought, too. Everybody I was 100% convinced on two things that I was wrong about. Man, that Hab Jesus is taking a shot. This That's year, why man. I've never said 100% in the past. And now I did. It fucking bit me. All right. Mm. I'm just saying. So, yeah, they just. Talks a bit about a tank balance. He says for the healers, the healer, like the, the core answer is just the identity Where? of the healers is too divisive and it needs to be fixed because th this whole pure shield thing is not working. Wait, but <clears throat> and this is, you know, the enraged community. But the tanks aren't balanced. Hell, healers aren't even balanced. Actually, I would argue against that because with the data that we do have, healer representation is pretty is is pretty spot on. Even with white mage being the generally non-meta healer, it's still included in a pretty fair portion of of all the clears that are that are out there. And tanks healer too. I don't see anyone Why really giving. We need a fourth that. healer. Sorry, I feel like you're more. You're not even upset at the announcement. You don't even care I'm about the upset. announcements. I'm not upset. You play Dragoon. You literally can't be upset. You're like, oh, if, if they don't get rid of the healer, is a fucking white mage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not upset. The fuck. <laughs> it's just everybody else, and I kind of, I'm kind of like I. Well, I don't agree with the whole. You know, healers aren't balanced. I I agree that it'll get stale. I agree that healing will get stale due to not having a new healer for two expansions unless something happens. I agree to that. There's not going to be a healer in the middle of the expansion. So I, I'm going to say it right. I'm 100% sorry. <laughs> You're really going to go 100% on this one. Okay. <laughs> well, I got to go 0 for 3 on this one. I'm 100% right. certain there won't be a healer before 6.0. <laughs> And it especially won't be Geomancer. I want to be as, like, on the nose of, like, my old predictions versus how wrong I can set myself up to be in the future. I'm just saying. Throwing on the bets. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Here's the thing. This answer is so contingent on the results from the, the, the media tour slash live letter. Because that's when we'll get our first idea of how much of this statement has actually come through to fruition. Because right. they said they were balancing the healers, and that was a reason in 4.0 didn't work out. They're doing it again. People will not take. People are not happy with the excuse a second time if it happens in 6.0. God, God help our souls. Unsub. 
I mean, people yell that every people yell that every two weeks. The loudest people yell it every two weeks, and then they stay sub. So who cares? Right. Yeah. Who gives a damn? Yeah. Realistically, who gives a damn? So we'll wait for the. I mean, that's it. We just gotta wait for the healer changes. I'm more. I mean, I'm more anticipating the healer changes. I'm actually. There's two things I'm looking at the most. Believe it or not, neither of them are monk because I'm pretty confident monk has gone pretty well outside of a few snafus at the beginning of 4.x. All right. And then 3.x us being designed like shit because Dark Knight was like, hey, that thing that everyone likes you for, I'll take that. Um, Machinist. Because as far as the range DPS role is concerned, most of them feel as if they only have one job and they're not getting a third, Mm. they're getting a second. So that that's a pretty big that's a pretty big deal <laughs> and uh the other one is the tanks because they named this whole main tank off tank thing my main curiosity is not really job wise it's um role action wise still what are they going to do with the whole role system now? yeah yeah i mean there's some obvious deletions there but mm-hmm. i mean they said the whole system's changing and this is the third time like at the role actions, like going from the class, the cross class to the role actions, I can't say one was better than the other because they're both just here's a bunch of things you need to function, and now choose five of them. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm always gonna choose these five almost every time. It's like never mind. Here you go. And now here's all ten. There you go. Oh, never mind. No more. Choice. Here's all ten of them. It's like why, why bother? You know? Yeah. Exactly. Just build it into the jobs. It's just it's just doesn't make any sense. Dude, everyone's saying Monk will get Fist of Thunder. God. God. And then and then we'll get another tackle mastery for lightning tackle. Oh no, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, oh, Fusion Chat. Remember, guys, Stormblood is gonna have less buttons to push. It did for a while. Then we got all ten of our roll actions. There's so many things that we have to we have to wonder about. Summoner's a big a big question too. Can their opener get even longer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long is their opener again? Like time wise, not even button wise. How long is it again? I forget. I, I I think I had a time a while back. Somebody told me the time for it. Yeah, a two minute opener. God damn. Jesus. Dude, I already I already told Larry it's gonna be super demi Bahamut, but it, you have to summon Bahamut twice before you can do it. There you go. Five minute opener. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Ten minute long rotation. The rotation is the entire fight. There well, in ultimate, you get to do like a rotation and a half. Then. Right, right. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So that's it. That's where it is that. What about, is there anything in the rest of there that you, you wanted to talk about? Um, no. I mean, well, my oh, question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me. No, because... there's nothing else. Just that. I'm done. I, yeah, to be just, fair, I guarantee you that's when most people stopped reading is after the third question. Like, all right, that's it. I got my answer. Right, that's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Eureka series in Stormblood has received a lot of feedback from various players around the world. The Baldessian ar- arsenal in particular has been the focus of a lot of players' feedback in the most recent iteration. With the confirmation of a new exploration of new exploration content in the Shadowbringers, what changes might we expect for the way public dungeons are handled? Again. He phrased this so different from what I actually wrote. Because yeah, I gave you want me to read examples. what yours actually said here. I, I gave examples. I was like, 
Okay, there's the, this. The implementation for Baldessian Arsenal is seen by some as sort of gatekeeping. Something made for public asset access has been gated within the community for some good and some bad. Examples would be groups shirking those, not the ability, like the the act of shirking. Shirking. Yeah, not the role action, to be clear. It's another reason why I changed that word, because it would be very confusing. Mm -hmm. Those who have sniped a portal in or people on the outside intentionally failing the expedition support fate. Yes, as time goes on, more and more people will find it accessible. In regards to the future content similar to Eureka, Lesson Arsenal, Arsenal, will implementation be similar or will there be changes made to keep difficulty similar and allow more accessibility? I changed that. I was like, I can't ask him that. That's <laughs> what you're asking is I, I, I know exactly the answer I get to a question like that. I know I'm I know I know what's the right what's the answer the answer the, answer, answer? the <laughs> answer is actually somewhat similar to the one I got but much shorter mm -hmm. it's the first sentence of my, of the answer I got with no follow-up explanation of course we'll make adjustments <laughs> that's it that's the end that's of your, that's the end of the answer if we ask if I ask you yeah of course sure we will make adjustments in the future you can't you can't you can't be so Aggressive, Sly. You gotta let the man talk. You gotta let the man come to his own conclusions. That's how you get the most information. Look, I'm not asking about erotic roleplay, so I take that as a fucking win. Sly, the fact that that's a win is not as proud as you make it sound like, okay? No, that's a fucking win. Sly, you know why it's not a win? Because the only way it's a win is if you were at some point considering doing that. Okay? No, never. Then <laughs> never, it's not a win. Never. You're just a human being. All right? Not being, but you're getting there. Okay? You have to start at being. At least it's not pineapples. At least it's not pineapples. No, no. Listen, they'll make, they'll make changes. It's been pretty clear they were going to make changes. I was hoping to get a deeper dive, but it's probably so far out that they can't talk about it yet. Right. But I just wanted, like, I wanted explanations on, and I should have asked for an explanation on why it was developed in this way. Because, again, you put the label public. But it's not really public. It's absolutely public. We made it not public, or we tried yeah, to. Like, yeah, and you, you, you give that much freedom to us. You give us freedom to take away other people's freedom. That's true freedom. <laughs> that's, that's true freedom. I'm just saying. We were allowed to make a choice. And besides, those who even those who did the whole like you know try to organize groups, you know pugs, you know right. they invited people who were in the like, hey, please join the Discord so we can organize these and make sure we get as many wins. There, some groups were like, hey, fuck off, those are our portals. We'll ban yeah. you. We'll we'll report you and get you banned. Right. But it's most that. people were well, like, that's one of my main concerns. Get in yeah. there. Hey, what are you gonna do, man? People are people. Right. It shouldn't have like, been that I way. I have access to this. I want to give this a try. No, the fuck you're not. Oh, there's this portal. Why the fuck did you go in it? Hey. It just shouldn't have been designed like that in the first place. It shouldn't have been designed like that. I agree. Right. As someone who sat through four days of dealing with portals, 
Like right when Baldessian Arsenal first came out. I agree. <laughs> it shouldn't have been how it was designed. I would never ask for it to be right. designed that way. I they still think just designed I, it with they should have just designed it with pre-made in Yeah. I, I agree. They sh- public doesn't have to meet I mean public should mean anyone can enter at any point. It's not in a separate instance, right. but I agree it doesn't it shouldn't be the way it was. What I always envision is, you know how Hydatos is kind of like wide open in a sense. There's like not even little coves or anything. I always imagine right. like, you know, you don't have to make a public dungeon this huge 56. You can have smaller scale ones and larger scale ones. You know, what if there was just like an enemy and when, you know, a group of however many people, like a party goes in and engages it and they kill it. And now they have entry into the public dungeon and nobody else can enter that public dungeon until they're done. It's pretty much how Baldessian Arsenal works right now. Anyway, other people can't go in while another group is running. Bosses won't spawn anymore. It's pretty much reserved. But it's easier to manage on a smaller scale when you have this like right. kill a boss to get entry thing. And then you can shout for a group, try to make that group and then go in with the people, the smaller people. It's kind of like maps. Yeah, fuck it. It's like maps. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take that. As Mal brings up, um, as bad as the emergency mission was, and fucking Diadem, uh, at the very least, the whole instance could clear it regardless of compositions. We don't talk. N- listen, emergency. Don't use the words <laughs> emergency mission and clear. Because you needed a tank for each of the things. You needed a minimum of four parties. You weren't going to have a fucking tank. Yo, that- are you kidding me? It was hard enough to get my fucking miners to the, be like, hey, the emergency mission spawn. He's like, yeah, but there's this rock in here, yo. <laughs> I think everyone, you think, yeah, that was not regardless. Emergency mission, emergency mission was probably even worse in regards to composition because it didn't fucking scale down. Even even Baldessian Arsenal scales with the number of people who are present inside the arsenal. I've had a 13 million health AV and a 19 million health AV. <laughs> and yeah, you're going to want, as literally every party in BA, you're going to want a tank. You need at least a healer. It is a, it's, it's not like a crazy trick. You could bring five healers and, and, like three ta- and like three tanks in one of the parties if you really wanted to. Right. But you have a set minimum to get people alive through there. I'm just saying. Emergency missions were a good bit worse. Emergency missions were also... If anything went wrong right off the bat, that's it. The whole thing was done. Like, if one of the bosses got loose and all the ads ran to the center, you were fucked instantly. I think there was a situation where that happened, but they kind of wrangled him and pulled him back. Um, yeah, I've never really had that issue in an emergency mission. That's because you didn't do them. <laughs> no, I did. You did, you did them a did. couple of times. <laughs> you, didn't, yeah. you weren't like running them consistent. constantly. You're asking me to do that shit consistently? Really? You don't, You can't do something twice and then be like, well, you know, in my experience. <laughs> No, this ain't the case of don't threaten me with a good time. Threaten me with a fucking better time than that. Shit. Like, please. Dear God. I'll do four. Like, four is what I did. That's another thing with emergency missions. Dude, you know how many days I went in to diadem in a row and never saw a single one even spawn? It was bad. It was not guaranteed. (laughs) It was editing. There was a lot of gatherers who didn't want to join uh, emergency mission. Fucking pterodactyls, though, man. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I must. I don't know how many times I did emergency mission, but I know I only ever beat it the first time. After that, it was just a shit show every fucking time. Yep. I just think doing these things on a smaller scale, changing the entry. That's that's where we're gonna see. That's where we're gonna see it evolve. That's where I hope. It's a hope to see it evolve. Anything else in the interview you'd like to discuss? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Pretty much that's it. it. Nothing. No, no, none of the blue mage stuff. Nothing about Eden. Nothing else. Right. All right. I'm just asking, making sure. I hope. Yep. You know, speaking of maps, dude, I want. I, I hope we get some more. I hope we get slot machine maps next. We've got a roulette wheel. We've got a choose your door that also has a higher or lower card game involved. If you get the hidden one, now we need slot machines. And you fucking pachinko. That's what someone said. A pachinko treasure map. And it drops down in the thing and whatever it lands in is what the, determines the wave. Y'all, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the pachinko so, pachinko of Uznair. So Square Konami uh, partnership for um, Uznair? No, that's... The, I mean, that for the slot machines, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. not for the pachinko. Actually, I don't know who makes the pachinko machines in Japan. There's a lot of them, but I don't know. I think know they who. do. I think, yeah, Konami does. Few okay. Of them. Dude, I'm right. Yo, the Price is Right map. You just spin the wheel, try to land on a dollar. <laughs> if you if you go over, you get kicked out. <laughs> wheel of Fortune, dude. There's so many good ideas for Uznair maps. I need now you're telling me that the the um developers for Uznair just watch a whole lot of fucking game shows. That's all. I don't see it, or they gamble. One of <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, it's either Game Show Network or just Las Vegas in general. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm down for that. Okay, well, Sly, um, I didn't expect to talk about that today, but uh, thank you for bringing up my inter- I didn't. I didn't want to talk about my own interview on the show. It's like, it's like. Well, I mean, I didn't plan on it because it's like, oh, great, we have to hear about this interview again. Oh, I'm sure Haps just wants to just wants to toot his own horn. There you go. I'll toot it for you. Toot toot. Toot toot indeed, good sir. Toot toot indeed. Okay, um, so the things we were going to talk about on the show before the 40-minute detour that has now no doubt at least extended the show by 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> there's been a bunch of stuff that's popped up. Um, the first one that's kind of a little bit more on the funnier side of things is the April Fool's jokes that came out. And they were really good this year. Really fucking good. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up both of them. Um, one of them came in a form of the blog. So if we go to the dev blog, it should be there for Final Fantasy 14. Yep, there it is. And it was that a, a Final Fantasy 14 manga was announced for a monthly shoujo gengan. And Woo! I would like to point Woo! out that that Gamer Escape translated these. <laughs> Did you know that? Have you seen that? Let me Thank actually. You. I can pull up the gamer escape ones because uh, I, I was I was pretty pleased with the the translated ones. Yeah, there you go. We translated it. Okay, hold on. There you go. I I letter manga for a living. This was nothing for me. Well, thanks, Fusion. Uh, let's see. Let's grab that. And there we go. And the, yeah, these are the these are the translated versions. <laughs> Alphano and Alice at home with their father Thancred and their mother Ishtola and then of course Alice nervous going to school 
bumps in bumps into the hottest guy in school. <laughs> Estinian. <laughs> I love that it's Alice A going to Ishgard High. That's essentially what this is. Because <laughs> and then the <laughs> this is my favorite one. This <laughs> the one with Estinian, Amric, and Hoshfont. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Alice just chilling in the back. Senpai is in the back right there. I this I thought this was pretty funny. Yeah. How Sly, I gotta ask you, how badly do you do you want the Final Fantasy 4? So fucking bad. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. You just you're ready to go. You're going full full weep. I mean, there's even like a robot wars section here, and you've been playing robot wars lately. Look, see, they got they got the empire. <laughs> they got they got all them. They got brute justice. Estinian, look at all that. Mm. The yeah, Sly, Sly weeped out. Oh my god! Of course he did. They even I love when they make the re- the relationship like story. Yeah, yeah. Love interest. The Alphano has a love interest in his sale. I knew it. The only female in in school or in I four or no the only female in fourteen. It sails the right. only female. What? <laughs> what are these? What best are- one? I like Yatsu. Yatsu is Amrick's older ex girlfriend. Older ex girlfriend. <laughs> Lisa's Alice's love rival for Hosh Font. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my god. It is I4, yeah. See, it, it's hard to tell because it's you know, one looks like an I, but it's not. I figured it was a class number, but that's hard to tell. Tataru is janitor. The janitor. I like how both of us went to Tataru at the same time. Yeah. Oh man. And Luis was the principal. Later to be revealed as her grandfather. Oh, Alice. And it's based entirely around Alice. And then it just has robots. Caius, Captain of the Alexander. 17 years old, by the way. Minfilia is just lamenting over Alphano and Astinian's battle. Ah, uh, Telegiata Legi. That's honestly good shout out right there with Telegiata Legi. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Caius is 17. He, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like 50 in the actual game. He's so old. Gaius uh, suffers from uh, the Morgan Freeman syndrome. He just looks old in anything. Yeah, Morgan Freeman hasn't really aged in like forty years. He's just oh, he just stays the same. That's why I'm convinced Bruce Almighty stays. is. I'm actually convinced Bruce Almighty is actually the real story of of uh, Morgan Freeman, and nobody believes it because like he's actually God. There you go. All right. Well, that was one of the two April Fool's jokes, Sly. High quality. Yep. I didn't. Very. I didn't think it got better than that, Sly. But it did. But it uh. It kind of did because now I'm pulling up on YouTube the the are, other are Final this? Fantasy. Four. Yes, we Please are. Please tell me we're watching. We're this. watching. Yes, we're absolutely. Yes. We're absolutely 100% watching this. So the other one, the Final Fantasy 14. Team, so you guys might remember um, Final. Oh, sorry, it started by accident. You might you guys might remember Final Fantasy 14 Go, which was the, the app that they they made a little fake thing for. Uh, I think it was last year, right? They uh, they one upped it a little bit with Omega, the new smart home assistant, 
You want to know why this is extra funny to me, Sly? Before we start, why? At the JP Fan Festival, I didn't see the person's actual face. Somebody was wearing mm-hmm. an Omega mask over their face that had LEDs that would like light up and shit. Mm-hmm. That's I think of this. I think of this guy now when I oh, I watch this. So you shut up, Sly, and we're gonna let everyone enjoy the other April Fool's joke for Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Wow, what is it? Something very special. Ooh, what'd you get, hun? This is Omega. Wow, what's- Sorry, I forgot to move the video over. <laughs> All right, it's fixed. God, that is a horrible freeze frame right there. I picked a horrible freeze frame for this guy. I clicked the button, it just didn't go. All right, let's try again. Wow, what is it? Something very special. Ooh, what'd you get, hun? This is Omega. Wow, what's it for? It's an ancient primal being of unimaginable power. It's traveled between dimensions for thousands of years. And it's a smart speaker, too. Omega, what was the score of the Warriors game last night? Games are for the weak. Combat is the only true test of victory or defeat. What? 114 to 98. Hey, Omega, why do we have muscles? Muscles are used by organic beings to run away from battle. Why? Because organic beings are weak and fearful. Why? Because they are inferior. Why? <sighs> Omega, play romantic music. Oh. Calculating. <laughs> Omega, add executive presentation to my calendar for Friday at 11 a.m. It is 99.9% likely for your presentation to fail. In order to protect you from that tragedy, I shall delete all copies of your presentation. Undo! Undo! Are you Omega, tell me a joke. You were adopted. <laughs> That's so great. Ha, 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 ha. Omega is like part of the family. Omega, turn off the TV. Engaging wave cannon. Omega by Square Enix. Now that, now that is a high quality April Fool's <laughs> Boy, oh my god. So, I have, I have a question for you, Slive. Yes. Which one of these actually comes to existence? The manga. I think, the, I think Omega's way more. Because Omega's the easy, like, there's, the technology to do that's already there. You just kind of have to build it out. Or I don't think he'd be in, a sassy uh, in real life. but. <laughs> or you can replace uh, Alexa with Omega. I mean, yeah, but that's not the same as... True, like, true. Like, you need to go get the, like... I At the very least, you then need to build the shell around it and then change Alexa right. to... Oh, hey, you have to do a little bit Actually, extra. Yo, we just piss... Anyone with speakers on, I'm sorry, because I have an Alexa, too, and the same thing just happened. Said her name. What happens when you say her name? Yep. If you haven't played Sky... Yo, I can, instead of playing Skyrim on Alexa, I can play it on Omega. 
If, if you haven't played that, by the way, it's real and it's awesome. It's like DOS. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like D&D on DOS. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I'm, oh, I'm, I think I, I, dude, I want Omega. Dude, if they actually made that, dude, it'd sell out instantly. No doubt. I want the manga. Of course you, you do. You, everyone's in yeah. my chat telling me you just fucking weaved out as soon as you heard about the manga. You're praying he's proud of it. The good news is it's okay to weave out. Just don't fucking weave out, okay? We've had this discussion before. There's a difference. There's a difference. So in the comment section or in the Twitch chat, please vote. Do you want the manga or do you want Omega? Chicken tenders. I'm so glad that they zoom in on the chicken tenders before doing it, too. Right. Because anyone who missed JP FanFest, the English stream, Koji acknowledges that he was like, oh, we're going to be singing about chicken tenders later. <laughs> I was like, damn, what did we do? What did we do? God damn it. The only Jeez. thing that they could have done more here was reference Starboard and Larboard. That was the only thing they yeah. could have done that they didn't do. So I did it in a tweet. I said, I need one for the Larboard side of my house and the Starboard. So I'm guessing the new strat for um, Omega is just to bring a little Makote child and have it ask questions and it'll just shut itself down. Yeah, just, just forget Chloe. <laughs> Tell me some <laughs> wondrous tales. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, <laughs> he, won't, he won't be able to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. So which race are we willing to give up in 6.0 to get the manga or Omega? Y'all really want to give up Banga for that? Vianga. I would. <laughs> no, we got to give up Vianga. Yeah. We've seen the concept art. That's it. Nikote. <laughs> give up one we already have. <laughs> Fuck it. Just give up one we already have. Okay. Uh, so, a slight really weird thing about April okay. 1st. Mm -hmm. um, it's a day, obviously, known for fantastic jokes. And some yep. not so fantastic jokes. Right. You know what else April first is? Uh, the beginning of the fiscal year. That is correct for Square Enix. It is the first day of their fiscal year, meaning that amongst all the jokes, there were some real announcements that nobody wanted to take seriously. It's not the best. Day, but I they also it, I don't think April Fools is a big thing in Japan. I think I like I get the manga thing, but I don't. It's think more it's, Americanized. It's very, it's more yeah, Americanized. I don't think no. Yeah, it's the beginning of their new fiscal year. So among the real announcements, one not fourteen related. It's one mm -hmm. of the project leads for for Final Fantasy VII remake has now been officially relabeled as co director. Same title that Nomura has. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm going to wait another five years to hear about Seven Remake. So whatever. Yeah. We'll hold out on that. Yeah. More interestingly was the change of the fifth business division. The one that Naoki Yoshida himself is the head of. It was renamed the third development division. And has a new title an unnamed title under its belt, a next-gen a next gen title for the next generation. Yazora! There's not Yazora! a chance Nomura would leave that to somebody else. 
You sure about that? Are you sure? Are you 100% yes. about that? That exists solely because 15 exists. I am 100%. All it would lead to is another character in Kingdom Hearts that is making fun of Noctis. Or is literally Noctis again. <laughs> That's it. So, with this, there's been a lot of questions about what this actually means. Because Yoshida's in charge of that division. And he is kind of busy with Final Fantasy XIV. What is he not going to be? Um, well, I guess when he decides he wants to pass the reins on to somebody else, which who knows when that would be. At minimum, we expect the 10-year ten, ten mark is like the soonest point he would probably do that. Since right. when they made 2.0, they drafted out a 10-year plan, and then they were going to take right. it from there. Mm -hmm. But it, this isn't like... This isn't Yoshida's making a new game, as people might be interpreting it. But there's a lot of concerns about what it means for Final Fantasy XIV, because the exact quote from Yoshida says, following Final Fantasy XIV. So, Sly, I want to know, do you, and, I'm, and I already know what the probable answer is, do okay. you think this impacts Final Fantasy XIV in any way? The life of it? Yeah. Following Final mm -hmm. Fantasy XIV. Right. He's basically saying there's an end to it. Well, well not really an end because... Yeah, well, I wouldn't really classify it as an end because... Hell, y'all still are playing fucking Eleven, dude. So that shit don't end. Yo, Eleven made an announcement. <laughs> They're like... We've got something big planned in three years. It's a 20-year anniversary in three years. But they've, started, but they've started working on it now. <laughs> right. Yeah, that shit don't end. So to say an end would be like really... Would, would be the wrong word, I guess. So whenever they want to move on to... Whenever they want to move on to something new, let's just say it like that. Which I don't think will be that long for us. Sly, I don't know what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> do you think this impacts Final Fantasy XIV at all? Do you think this new third business division and this statement about following Final Fantasy XIV? Because this is something that's in development now. Not waiting for the 10-year mark for Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. It means that... Um, it means that a lot of stuff is going to get delayed. Because we know how hands-on Yoshi P is. So rather than like let someone else take over for the time being, which he's eventually going to have to do, but we know him. He doesn't want to do that. Stuff would rather get delayed. I don't think there, anything's going to change at all. I'm he's sorry. not a producer or director on this title. He's, he's, he's the division lead. He's been the division lead for Final Fantasy XI for the past several years. <laughs> he's not like, yeah, Dynamis, cool. Like, he, he's not the one who, he may have signed off on the idea and, like, said, okay, work on that, sure, it looks good. But he's not like, all right, where do we stand on our dynamis divergence development? Might ask for a deadline, but that's about it. Hmm. Yeah, 
He's like, yeah, and Yoshi P is like one of, is on the board of directors. That man wears so many hats, but I think deep down he's just producer and director for 14. I don't think this really does anything, but everyone's like, oh, I guess the end of 14's coming. Better start looking for the next thing. No, I'm not freaking out that bad. I'm just saying like stuff will get delayed a little bit. I mean, you're giving him so much more to do. So, I mean, yeah, it might seem a little bit easier because of the, you know, the managerial hat that he wears, but still, like, he's got to divert time to this shit. And 14. I mean, but the question is how much time? Like, that's the thing. This is a very broad thing to think that this changes a huge dynamic because it probably really doesn't. It probably, I would, I still say that Yoshida. One day, so hopefully, at the very least, steps down from one of the two roles. He he hasn't wanted to be a producer for quite some time. He's wanted to be a director, but not a producer. Um, I would like to see him pass that role on because I still I think that man works himself to death, and he <laughs> he, he could maybe use one less one less hat. But I don't think this changes literally anything. Three and a half months for patches, as it's always been. The team is still hiring, always looking for more people. I don't think it changes anything. Hmm. He's going to literally sign off on things, say yes, go has to go through him quality-wise, and he's not sitting there in... He does for 14 because he's producer and director. He's not going to do that for these other projects. Not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> That's where I was about to go. Like, yeah. yeah, not at the same time. Maybe he moves on one day. Maybe maybe at the ten year mark he goes. No, I'm I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna lead like my own single player title producer director. One of those two times. Maybe one day that happens. But that day is not today. Crazier question. When that day comes, does he do it with Square Enix? I think so. It's pretty common. You think so? Yeah. It's 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 pretty common to stay at a. A company like that, as long as they're not like inhibiting your vision or anything, mm-hmm. I'd imagine he'd stay. Like, I'm sure if he had a vision and, and the company was just completely just stopped all over it, I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave in that case. Um, but other than that, I mean, the company has placed a lot of trust and a lot of resources into Yoshida and now even more. They clearly right. respect and trust him to the point where they want him to be in charge and things he's in charge of generally do well. Right. So... I think it makes perfect sense. I wouldn't be surprised to see something like Luminous pop up in there. Because now they have Luminous in there. Maybe he has his own production thing. And his own floor or something. you know. But I think Square Enix is, is where we'll see Yoshida for the foreseeable future. Okay. And I'd like it to stay that way. So I have, a, I have another question for you, Sly. And this isn't really 14 related. But okay. I've got excitement. All right. I want to know if you if your mindset's in the same place as mine. Do okay. we think this is Final Fantasy 16? No. Really? You don't think so? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Any particular reason you just don't think 16's like... Yeah. We know it's not Luminous. Some people have suggested 16 would be Luminous. Luminous has said they're working on a new IP, which is not 16. Well, what are we thinking 16 is, first of all? Because are we going by the um, the trailer, the engine trailer that we got a few months back? No. You, wait, engine trailer? That's not a few months. If you're talking about Agni. 
You're talking about Agni? Not no, not Agni. Because Agni is what I want for 16. Every time, ever since I saw Agni's philosophy, I've wanted that. I was like, make that not a Final Agni. Fantasy. The the vampire type one. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah. No, because I guess it depends on on how much decision making there Yoshida has as the division leader. Because Yoshida, the, the reason why I'm clinging on to it being Final Fantasy 16 is because Yoshida said he wants to return to Final Fantasy to like a high fantasy setting. And mm -hmm. I think it's been the last couple months he mentioned that. He said if he ever had the opportunity, that's what he would want to do, you know, a high fantasy. Now, again, he's not a producer or director on this, but does he have a level of influence to make a decision like that? And if he does, I want to see that in 16. That's why I want it to I want it to be 16. There's nothing to indicate it. But it doesn't say it's a new IP. It just says it's, you know, a title for the next generation. It's under the man who's in charge of two other Final Fantasies, even though they're the online ones, and that's the other question. I think this is a bigger no than it being 16. People thought maybe it's another MMO, and I'm like, okay, don't I really don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't think he's been very clear. Like it's pretty weird to have three MMOs on one company already. I don't, maybe maybe sometime <laughs> way later down the line, but th I don't think this is far enough down the line. They they that's it. They're, I don't think they make another MMO until one of them's gone. And even right. then, Dragon Quest is Japan only. So even if they did another, if Dragon Quest was the one to go, they would probably just make another Japan only one. They probably wouldn't make another one, to be honest. I just think maybe it's got multiplayer, whatever it is. Like maybe it has some sort of online functionality. Because I think that this division seems it has a at least an experience in that regard. Okay. There's nothing to indicate that though. That's just it, it, that's not knowing the actual direction for the new title. Right. So who knows? I want it to be 16. Badly. <laughs> I'm still surprised we never got the Square Enix MOBA. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I know MOBAs aren't like super hype in Japan, but I'm still amazed we never got the legitimate, like, I'm playing Sora top lane MOBA. <laughs> I'm Axel Jungle. <laughs> I'm Terra Mid. <laughs> Terra's a mid? Yeah, Terra's, Terra's a mid. Wow. King's, King's an AD carry. <laughs> Deuce is a support. There you go. Wow. I'm down. I'm down for it. Seymour Jungle. <laughs> yeah, Hitman 80 carry. <laughs> They're not even, I don't think they own Hitman. I don't think they, they publish Hitman anymore. There you go. See, look, we've got plenty. Got pl it's all there. It's really all Content. there. You just all have to make it. Here, I'll produce and direct the Final Fantasy MOBA. It'll like crash and burn in like eight months, but you know, I'll do it. Just to say it happened, at the very least. Okay, so with that, a word about the halfway point of the show. Um, probably a little bit further, because I don't think we're going to take a whole nother hour for the rest of the show. But, uh, Sly, you mind if I stop and thank our uh, Patreon supporters? Not at all. Go ahead. Not at all. Oh, thank goodness. Imagine you said no. I'm tired of that. Okay. Anyway, uh, we got to support our uh, supporters. You got to shout them out, is what I meant to say. Over on Patreon, 
Uh, they've been helping us combat hashtag demonetize on YouTube for quite some time, especially in more recent times as it's made a bit of a resurgence. Not too much, but some funny resurgences that we've mentioned on the prior shows. We have our patrons of light first and foremost. We have Kujacross on Genova and Kuranai Oni. I don't think I have new images for either of them. I think I still, yeah, this one's the last one I got from Kuja. Hasn't sent me a new one yet. No problem with at all with that. Um, so thank you to Kuja. And then we have Kuranai. So I think this is the same one as last week with him chilling right before pulling Yojimbo in the new trial. Solid trial. Got all the rewards from it. Hoping that we get nice. more Hildebrand trials in the expansion. And I hope. I think it's unavoidable. Just a question of will it be... Without spoiling, familiar, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, so thank you to both of you for being the patrons of light. We also have, I didn't even start reading the list yet, Sly. That's, that's, getting a little, they're getting ahead of themselves now, Sly. Right, right. It's not even like, it's not even funny anymore, guys. God. <sighs> anyway, <sighs> anyway. Um, I do need to grab an extra name on the list real quick. Uh, I haven't been too on top of this since getting back. Dude, I almost forgot to pay. I've been so not on top of things. I almost forgot to pay my rent this month. <laughs> I, oh, I, no. I, I came, I came no. up. I, yeah, I came up from uh, from a, a, a coffee shop nearby. And I uh, I had complete. I, I was getting in the elevator. I was like, rent. Because <laughs> I'm like, today's the <laughs> second. Like, just for no reason. I'm like. Rent. There you, Rent. there you go. All right. So we did have a few uh, more people who have their names. I'm trying to make sure I pull up all the proper names right here. So that way I uh, don't forget because these are people who have asked me to change the name and I missed the original message. I'm going to get these ones done first. So these are uh, our some of our standard State of the Realm sponsors. So one of them we have is Yufu Hikenshi on Excalibur. So that's one of the new ones that I haven't added. I should probably type that in. I'll leave it up for later. Also, one of our other ones who I've been calling uh, Ray the entire time is Serafina Edelise. That's another standard. And let me, I think there's one more that's not on this list right here that I have. There you go. Uh, Batar Garl of Ultros. There you go. So those are three that I wanted to make sure I definitely didn't forget. And I just didn't want to rap God them for all of you because you're looking at me weird. And uh, that's a fact. Then we have the rest of our standard sponsors, which I will wrap. God, we got Scumlord, Itsumi Amarillo of Gilgamesh, Ravik, Card Dragons from Fanfret, Sigurd Drake from Balmung, Edge Fair on Ultros, Jerica, Emma, Zernik of Org 13, Chris Uzuki, Crazy Meter from Midgard, Raijin Ventinus from Cactar, Carol, Senshi, Shadow Link on the Tomberry server, Dom, Asukawake from Genova, Lamillionel of Midgard, Summer, Siren, the Final Family, Johnny Oyatsu, Kefka and the Great Eagles on Exodus, Katayoshi from Kujada, Schizophonia from Ragnarok, Renlar, West Austin, Purple Warrior, Edric Red Seal on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mantaran, the Revives FC from Zodiac, Sarah Kramer Tribes from Genova, Renault Chikara, Buisha Balfour of Siren, Phoenix NFC on Goblin, and Sarah from Zodiac. We also have our elite State of the World sponsors. We have Vapatiyama from Diablo, Shadow Aria, Brynhildr, Zeravira of Coral, Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes FC on Midgard Summer, Tatachitaka on Hyperion, Kane Azuki from Genova, Ustarla on Coral, Sothal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Crash 015, Shundi FC on Ultras, Kat Kazuma, Ignis Faker from Excalibur, Blessed Fanfoot, Not Quarters from Excalibur, Corvus Moonscar, Private Mikey, Nanakiri Sami, Rudy Rudiger, Kill Hackman, Roll Jr., and Kiltastic Jones. Thank you to all Thank of you, our everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for combating hashtag demonetize. People want me to say it faster. Damn. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a big ask. I don't, uh, I don't want to. How about that? <laughs> How about that? I just I don't, I don't want to. How about that? There you go. That's what I'm saying. 
so the next thing to talk about was something I was a little excited for earlier today. I had anticipated us approaching this topic a little bit differently before checking some okay. sources. I was going to make a YouTube video and realized that's dumb. Uh, so on the front page of Reddit today, I couldn't help but notice there was a topic that read Final Fantasy XIV given an age rating in Brazil, uh, specifically for the Shadowbringers expansion. Now, that's for the Xbox One. <laughs> so, Sly, the good news is you don't have to care that much about this topic, because at the start of the show... I, I don't to begin with. <laughs> wow. Okay. Luckily, we don't actually have to care that much about this topic, because that same website lists Heavensward as an Xbox... It gave an age rating to Heavensward on Xbox 360. So, in other oh, words, okay. nothing they do is of no. consequence. Who knows? Maybe it is coming to Xbox, but I'm not going to rely on this source to be the one to tell. Sly, come on! You don't want you don't want our game to get bigger by being available on more platforms. It's that's not the issue. Okay. It's it will get bigger Diggity. on other platforms. How you doing? There you go. On other platforms other than Xbox. What on the fucking Google one? <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes, probably. Jesus. It's gonna... Listen. Yeah, Linux, Stadia, and the Switch XL. There you go. Is that, is, are those the other platforms you were referring to? <laughs> Specifically, it's Switch XL exclusive. <laughs> not, the, not, the, not the bitch-ass Switch. Not the normal Switch. Not the normal Switch, no. No, whatever that super-powered one they're making is. It's gotta be, if it's going to be on Switch, it's got to be exclusive to that one. Oh, and then it put it on the Stadia. Oh, man. I, I mean, I guess you kind of hit the, the point of this is like, are we still really waiting for Final Fantasy XIV on Xbox? It's been six No, years. no, nobody is. Because it's, it's, honestly, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The Xbox is not an RPG console. It is not an MMO. Dude, I'm not even convinced it's a console anymore. <laughs> Pretty much. It is a it's, medium. It's, it's the, yeah, it's literally, oh, well, you have enough money for a medium-powered PC or the Xbox One. One of, one of these will, will get you a little further. <laughs> right. You know, it's just... Dude, just Microsoft has given up on it so much. It's people to watch Netflix. Dude, it, Xbox yeah. is give, Microsoft has given up on it so much. They just put it on Switch. Like, fuck it. Here's Xbox Live on Switch. Nobody cares about it on Xbox anymore. Might as well put it on the console everyone's buying. And to shove it in Sony's face, I guess. That's, yeah. that's probably the other reason for it. Yeah, I still use my Xbox to watch TV. Yeah, I, I use it for Netflix and Hulu and... You use it for games? I mean, to be fair, at E3, I remember it all being all about sports. All about games. All about sports. <laughs> they even put Halo on Steam. That was the ultimate... All right, we give up. They didn't even yeah. put it on the Windows Live Store. They put it on Steam. <laughs> like, I would at least have understood if they were like, well, it's coming to PC on, the on you know, window, whatever the fucking Microsoft Store is. See, back in the days, I used to call Xbox the shooty shoots console. Now I can just call it a console? Question mark? It had the DMC5 demo. Bless un I don't think you want to talk about that. And BDO. 
I don't I don't think we want to use those last two as examples. And I also the first one is available on PS4 also. So and PC. Fuck it. It's like maximum just fuck it. That's it. Yeah, I mean I listen, I totally want it to come to Xbox. I'm just I don't why not? Because it, because it could. Well, it okay, it could, but it's not okay. It's what's gonna happen is people will try it on Xbox. People will try it. They will get the thirty three days. They'll try it. Now there'll be a little bit of money for Square Enix, and then it'll fall off because people will want to play shooty shoots. Yeah, or they just watch Netflix. See, Avalius is the best. The question isn't why. The question is why now. <laughs> like at this point, it's kind of run its course. Yeah. The concept, right? <clears throat> it's just I don't know. I'm of the opinion that the more, as long as it's not inhibiting the development of the game, which if it did, sure, then cu- don't cut that shit out. Get released on the PS5. We're expecting that announcement for that probably at E3 this year. The PS5. Right. I don't know about you, but I am. I mean, at this point, it's been rumored to death. So might as it's all but right. confirmed. And so, um, what's it called? But why not? (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. Around E3 timing. I forgot Sony's not going to be at E3 this year. I forgot they pulled out after last year. Mm -hmm. Racing. There you go. So, yes, around E3. (laughs) Around E3 timing. Whenever Sony's doing their own personal thing that they're doing, that they do. No. And people have, yeah, and Hammer also cited that, you know, maybe they're doing those data center splits because they're expecting a surge of Xbox players. We need to make room for all 12 of them. (laughs) I'm glad you made the joke and not me. (laughs) Listen, we needed the data center splits for it. Okay. Listen, but it's it doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with the data centers. It has not, right, like nothing at all. I, all this is is Brazil, Brazil. This specific part, I guess, this specific piece of their age rating system, um, is just irrelevant to us because it's already proven to just rate stuff that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. Nothing. There's. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, other than that, Sly, I think we. Uh, the only other things we had was like to talk about Hatching Tide, which we've we've never we haven't talked about a fucking seasonal event on the show. In all fairness, yeah, we haven't talked the season about a seasonal in a while. You know why? Because we haven't done them. What's the last seasonal you did, Happy? Exactly. Thank you very much for your <laughs> I mean, I went to Eorzea Cafe and they had little la- they had little ladies day as a theme there. But I didn't get anything off that menu. So even at fucking Eorzea Cafe, I didn't I didn't do the goddamn seasonal event. Wow. It was all like beverages. I didn't want that. I was like, I want these. You beverages. didn't want a little ladies day beverage? I didn't really like what they were offering. I just I like the other it, the things on the radio. What was it? I don't fucking remember. Was, I couldn't uh, read it. I had someone tell me what it was, and I said, eh, something else. <laughs> I couldn't, I don't know what the fuck it was. I can't read it. That's the truth. Can't speak. Can't read. I felt pretty dumb. 
Like, I am useless here. Uh, the only reason why we're even bringing up Hatching Tide, two reasons. One, okay. the show's shorter today, so fuck it. Two, <laughs> it's the truth, I'm just being honest. Two is because the we kind of just don't talk about seasonal events, and that's a topic of its own. Unless it's a really good seasonal event, and I can't remember the last time we had a good seasonal event. And that's uh, the problem. Seasonal- is that we haven't really I mean we've the, had some okay we had the, um, the beat we had the DDR one not too long ago. Yep. And that was for um Christmas? The Christmas season. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh Osu for babies. Uh, Osu with 40 buttons. And that's it. <laughs> oh, we had the jump. Yeah, that was the last one I did, the jumping puzzle. That was the last I didn't even do the Osu one. I well, I'm sorry, I mean 40 like total presses. In all of the in all of the season, like the com- max combo was like forty, is what I meant. Are we really? Are we going to count um, the rising as a seasonal event? Because that's kind of annual. Like it's not really. I mean, seasonal. it is. No, it's seasonal. It's the same time every. It's it's kind of like how I would consider the gold saucer one that happens early summer as seasonal. It's more. It's more like a yearly celebration. I wouldn't call it a seasonal. It's more like a yearly celebration of you know fourteen itself, not like you know. The rising was where we waited three hours for that NPC to spawn because they didn't tell us that he was gonna take. He was only gonna be around during certain times. Yeah, <laughs> and then we did five fates and left. <laughs> it was one point oh. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one point oh. It was also a dude cheap dungeon from years ago. It's still one of the yeah, best. Yeah, cheap ones. dungeon was really good from the rising. Yeah, and that's where they gave the nail Van Darnus earrings or nail Deus Darni. Dar- the yeah, the Raven earrings. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, stolen from the legacy players. I didn't have it. I didn't care about that fight when I was legacy. I was like, you can't get me to play this game anymore. I don't care. <laughs> Remake it and I'll be back <laughs> six years down the line. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of the whole point is seasonal events in 14, they're hit or miss. They're hit or miss, yeah. And you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, the best one I still think is the All Saints Wake. When they first introduced the Hawk Manor, um, little, I guess, haunted mansion. Yeah, the haunted mansion. I think that's what it's actually yeah. just straight up called, the haunted mansion. Yeah, dude, that was. I, I think that was the first seasonal event. I thought they did a good job, like like an a, an, an above average job on, other than the Rising, right. which they had already had some. Like I remember the very first Rising had the little bugs from Coil, and they and they were supposed to represent RMT. <laughs> no matter how many we squash, they just keep coming back. That was uh, that was very on the nose. That one right there. Um, but then I think if they've done some things right, like Valentine's Day, I remember last year was the one where you had the two partner, the two people maze. You had to help each other solve it without. Oh, I didn't parts. do the maze. The last one I that did one was, was really the, good. The last one I did was the tarot card one. I thought that was pretty good. Well, so the thing about so the maze one. I spent. Uh, they did that. They they re, they did the maze again this year. I didn't do it because fuck it. But it's like they 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 did the maze again this year. Also, that one is really good. But now we're seeing a pattern where when people say they really like a part of a seasonal event, they're just like, "We'll just do that every year." Fuck it. Like they're like, "We'll do this other thing, but make it only this." And then you have the maze, which people can do again. And I don't know that I like that. I like that they come back. You know the same thing, but I don't. Oh, I don't want the same. Just because I liked it once doesn't mean I want the same thing every year. 
Now, that's what I was going to talk about, Sada, because the Hatching Tide was probably the first one where I went, wow, they really went like a little bit above and beyond with it, other than uh, other than the Halloween. Halloween is the most impressive. But for those who don't remember, the original Hatching Tide, um, they had kind of the stuff we were already used to, like the fate and the actual quest, but they hid Spriggans that would respawn every two hours that dropped eggs that could be turned into like a random item from the event and like some rarer items. I like that shit. I like the egg, like the actual full on Aorzean egg hunt. It was a little too Final Fantasy XI for, for me in some ways because it was a legit like, you know, camp for these Spriggans and type right. down time of death and compete against the near. It's a little too much eleven for me, but I still liked that whole concept of the, the worldwide egg hunt that they did. They didn't even advertise it. I don't remember them mentioning it anywhere. I just remember finding a Spriggan in Corthus. I want that. I like that kind of stuff. It reminds me, Final Fantasy XI actually has some pretty interesting seasonal events at times. I, on the other hand, want to kind of separate ourselves from XI. I do, but I would like, I don't know. I just want more creativity, I guess is what I'm saying in the seasonal events, because Right. I, I I don't care about I, even if the quest line is really funny like the the Rangers were. Um, I right. still like. I, it's I I want it to be something that I log in and do. When I think of a really good seasonal event, I think of Headless Horseman from World of Warcraft, or I think of um, something hilarious like the. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Explain the Headless Horseman. So basic. Sounded... So basically. Um, in one of the dungeons, they let you queue into an alternate version of the dungeon, kind of like how we do with Hawk Manor. And there's a max level boss in there that you have to defeat, like you would any other dungeon boss. And he can drop it; he can drop his horses and out. Brewfest is another good example. Yeah, Brewfest is something similar. Basically, like carve out an area of of a, of a dungeon and turn it into something for the event. I like that. That's okay. that's and even when they did that over and over again, if because the rewards were kind of uh, on the rarer side every year, if I didn't have the mount, I felt a little bit incentivized to go back and try another year for the mount or to try on another character or anything like that. Right. Uh, I also think back to some of the more hilarious ones from Eleven. There was one where outside of each main town, a uh, a bull would spawn, and when the bull hit you. It had a chance of teleporting you to another zone. <laughs> and like, so it would just knock you into another zone. It literally would knock you into another zone. <laughs> wow. And you and in order to get the reward for it, you needed to be the one who killed it. So when you hit it and it turned around and knocked you into another zone, you had to go back to the zone with the bull to try and kill to try and be the one who went. Obviously, I don't want it to be to that degree, but it was pretty fucking hilarious. Mm. What's another one? Oh, Eleven had one where they teleport you to a high-level area, but give you sneak and invis on a limited time to, like, figure out where you needed to go and then to complete it. Dark Moon Fair, another great example. There's, I, I see more creativity with other games' seasonal events. Oh, my God, the, the, the jumping clock tower in Guild Wars... That's a notorious, a notorious one for anyone who's played Guild Wars and had to jump up, had to jump up the fucking clock tower. Oh my god. I've got, dude, I did this, I did the fucking uh, jump puzzle for Summer Fair. 
nothing compared to the clock tower. Darkmoon Fair isn't seasonal. It's once a month. That's a good point, but still. Oh, my God. It's just so many, so many, <laughs> so many things. I just, I want more. I want more creativity, Sly. I know it's a more development time, but I want more creativity in our seasonal events. I think we'll get it. Do you? I mean, it's been almost six years. And, like, we've seen, in, in, like, bits of it, like, the Valentine's Maze and the Rising, usually. I say the Rising is where they get the most creative, of, like, individually right. per year. Right. Cheap Dungeon, to this day, is still a fucking fantastic thing that has come to existence. But I don't think they really set that many assets towards things like this. That's, that's, that's what I think. And I wouldn't mind if they did, if it meant something that consumed more than 30 minutes of my time. Like, something that actually felt seasonal. Like, I wasn't just like, oh, cool, and then it's done. You know? mm -hmm. I just, I think they, they there's, there's, something, there's something that they are missing out on. If somebody knows a seasonal event's coming up, and they know that they have these, like, oh, man, you know, last year they did this crazy thing. You know, maybe this year they can return to that and do something different. People might get a little more excited for them. Yeah, they sent us the GM jail one year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Morty on jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's how I feel personally. The rewards from the Hatching Tide at least look pretty good. It's like a coat, some legs on uh, girls. It's it's shorts. And then the boots, I think, are like, like leggings or something. Like thigh-high mm -hmm. leggings and whatnot. And then there's some housing items in there. They look better than, I think... You know what? If anything's better than that stupid Tonberry knife. That thing upsets me. I didn't even do the event. Because I was like, why would I put in the effort to get this Tonberry knife? The 20 minutes of effort to get a Tonberry knife as an offhand for Culinarian. Which you can only see during offhand crafts. <laughs> not... I've, having just played some Devil May Cry, I can tell you that is not motivating me. Wait, you're doing Bloody Palace, aren't you? Oh, no, I already... I, I did it with all three characters in, like, seven hours. Oh, man. Yeah, I went pretty ham. All I've learned is that uh, when the good doctor's in town, the meteors come out to play. Well, then. Yeah, and hopefully that uh, that outfit is also a hoodie. You can't even glam it. <laughs> you can't even glam the Tonberry knife. It was so weird. Oh, man. I, I just, I want more creativity, Sly. Okay. And I think we're going to get it. I honestly think we're going to get it. Not on seasonal events. Maybe the rising. That's it. At least I have the gold saucer thing to look forward to. Great. I already have the two million mount. We've got, uh, we've got the rumors going around about the, the means of unlocking the regalia. Mm -hmm. That it'll be 200,000 MGP. And by rumors, I mean data mining. I can't avoid it. It pops up in my stream literally every day. So that's what that's what it's that's what people are saying. Mm. I don't I don't know what else to take of that. Oh, you know, another April Fool's joke. Did you see what the Reddit Discord did as an April Fool's joke? Let me go to the Reddit Discord. Well, I mean, I don't think it's still going to be there. <laughs> they 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 did some asset swapping with some of the stuff we have in game and teased finding Beastmaster in the game files. <laughs> it looked so jank. It was very obvious that it was April Fool's joke, but I, I appreciated the effort. 
You know how many people said, oh, dude, this just got leaked. I'm like, it's an April Fool's joke. And they're like. <laughs> so fucking dejected. But Beastmaster. No. And then, you know, when I started doing it, I was like, well, you know, the new Mo were the only ones who were allowed to be Beastmasters and Tactic Advance. And they're going to be a new race. Gonna be a new beast, right? Stop it! Stop! <laughs> stop! You gotta, you gotta stop. further, you gotta further the. Agenda. No, no, no! You don't. You, you stop. Just, just no, no. God, they just model swap the chocobo. You know the your pet chocobo. Yeah, they just model swap <laughs> the chocobo. It was pretty fucking funny. I, I, I appreciated the effort that they went to for that. It was it was so obviously fake that even like Reddit itself wouldn't allow it to stay on the front page from the moment it was new to the moment it had 200 comments. I never mm-hmm. saw it on the front page. They're like, "Nope. Push it down. Pu- push it down. Get it." Mm. All right. Anyway, with that, I don't think there's anything else for us to talk about, Sly. No, there is not. Not unless there's something else you want to talk about. Uh, no, I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, Light Newsweek, uh, we covered the interview you did. Kind of stroked your ego a bit. Sure did. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, I can just lay no down problem. and fall asleep. Yeah, boy, was it good for you? How it was good for me? Yep. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, move on. Stop making noises. Stop smiling and stop making noises and move on. <laughs> You're overstaying your welcome. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Audio only listeners, you don't want this. You don't want this. I don't. I'm just going to start doing Bane impressions into this mug to stop you. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm wondering what the breakfast Your spirit or your body? There you go. That breaks That breaks the silence. So, yeah, that body, though. Oh, yeah. no. There you go. Aloha, save me. He's right here. So. Okay, so regardless, moving on, unless there's something else you want to talk about, we can wrap up the show. Nope. Nope, we're good. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for spending a very odd hour and a half of your week on this. Um, Next week is our 4.5 Air Zivia, just in time for Sly and I to forget everything. Everything. (laughs) Or to remember it, but not remember exactly the question Ethis asks. Exactly. Yeah. Be more specific. Nope. Pass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send ethis a reminder that it is we, we talked about it on last week's show i want to make sure he remembers because normally he tries to gather some questions from you guys um so i want to if he's looking to do that want to make sure he absolutely remembers um two weeks from now uh, i announced this on pre-show but uh we are going to be having our annual mr baron episode yeah boy two two episodes from now he was he was one of a, a couple guests i asked for this week's show wasn't able to do it um, too short notice, uh, you know, literally with only a few days to, to actually ask. So he said another show and I said two weeks from now and he said, sure. So stake of the realm will be in two weeks. That also happens to be the Woo! day of the final fantasy 14 and 15 collab, which will be the topic for that week's show. And then at that point we're on wait duty for, um, media tour, live letter, pretty much anything at all. So we'll probably have to do some shows about some, um, ambiguous stuff, uh, maybe interviews or anything that comes out over the next several weeks. Yep. Alrighty then. So with that, thank you everyone for watching this episode of State of the Realm. So 
Sly, why don't you tell them what you've been up to, where they can find you, and all that good shit. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Uh, Instagram, Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Twitter, at Sly the Fox. YouTube.com slash Development Room. I've I finished second row finally, thank God. So now we're back on to Super Robot Wars. Um, the schedule for the month of April is completed in both uh, game content and anime. Uh, it's a little bit more uh, involved anime-wise. We got a lot going on anime-wise. So um, we do anime nights every Monday through Thursday. So you are more than welcome to join. Anybody's welcome if you're about the anime. I'm assuming that's through Discord. That is through Discord. If you want to find Sly's Discord, if you're on YouTube, go to the thing with his Twitch at the bottom and type exclamation mark. Is yours exclamation mark Discord in your yep. Twitch chat? There you go. Yep. There you go. Want to make sure they know exactly where to find it, Sly. Mm-hmm. If they want to, if they want to weep out with you over Final Fantasy fourteen mangas. One day in Super Robot Wars, why? As in, why the fuck did we do this? <laughs> Habs, we're kidding. Where can they find you? God damn it. You can find me, Mr. Happy127, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I too have a Discord that I, after getting a question about on Twitter, I realized I should probably start including in more things and mentioning in more places because it's been a Discord we've had for a pretty long time that has like mobile game section, Final Fantasy 14, general Final Fantasy, general gaming. The sub only channel where they just spam one emote and I don't know why. So there's just, yep. yeah, it's all, all sorts of things like that. Um, yep. month, of, month of April. For me, uh, I don't know yet. I'm playing Chocobo Mystery Dungeon right now. We have the 1415 collab. And other than that, I know there were all... There's some movie releases this month. That's not really related to the stream. And uh, yeah, so I don't actually know 100% what the plan is for April. I'm not as as organized as Sly here. I just kind of go with the flow. I did start leveling a character on the JP data centers, on Gaia in particular. And Haru bought me job skip and story skip potion when I was trying to go through the main story in a while. He was like, he was just like, he just sends me a message and he's like, hey, this is my gift for you. Thank you for coming to Tiamat. And I was like, oh, I wonder what he got me. I put the first item in and I was like, somebody sends you two gift codes. There's really only one thing it can collectively be. And we all know it's a job skip and a story skip. I don't buy these things for myself. Other people (laughs) end up just being like, no, I can't, please. Be like the rest of us. I can't I can't watch you do this. Okay. So with that, we're gonna wrap things up, slide, move on over move on over into a short post show. And then uh I guess dinner. <laughs> that's what's on yeah. the menu. That's what's on the menu for me at the very least. Yeah, I gotta make dinner. Yeah. Cool. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week for AR Zibia 4.5 and 4.56 edition. And we will see you then. Until then. Bye bye. Have a great week.